podcasts. I hope you guys have a great rest of your year. Blaine and I will be back Saturday. Until then, you guys have a great rest of your week and happy new year. All right. All right. We'll talk to you soon, guys. Later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back to give up, give up final thoughts for the Royal Rumble. So I think the Royal Rumble is going to be off the hook this year. I think you have some definitely good matches out there. You have some great stories that, you know, you can play on that leads up to WrestleMania. And so overall, I think we're going to see a couple of surprises that we probably haven't even thought of yet. And one of them is Daniel Bryan getting physical. I think the Royal Rumble, we're going to see the final explosion in this Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan story that's going to lead to WrestleMania. And I think we're going to see Daniel Bryan getting physical. Because all they did is a slow build to this right now. You have four more weeks until Rumble. So you can continue that slow build, and Daniel Bryan is going to explode like a volcano on top. Well, remember, the SmackDown has another pay-per-view before WrestleMania after the Rumble, Fastlane. It's a SmackDown pay-per-view. So they might tease it a little bit, physical, and then wait till Fastlane and really, really all-out tease it. That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. I to see a big mo- I would expect to see something huge from Daniel Bryan, but something enough to get people talking. Like, okay, yeah, for sure they're going this way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, one of two things is going to happen. You're absolutely right. They could tease this all the way up to fast lane, or they could let Daniel Bryan, you know, they give you just a little bit to chew on there. Like, all right, you know, like at Clash of Champions, you know, you saw Daniel Bryan shove Shane McMahon, and everyone's thinking, oh, well, what's the big deal in that? Since Daniel Bryan's retired, he hasn't touched anybody. He hasn't laid a hand on anybody. He hasn't pushed anyone, let alone getting up in someone's face like that. So it's definitely, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, that's nothing. Well, it is. Daniel Bryan putting his hands on somebody, in my mind, was a very big deal. Because it's almost like WWE wanted to see what the crowd, if the crowd would eat that up. And that's exactly what they did. Oh, of course. You know, they want Daniel back. And if Daniel Bryant is being cleared by these independent doctors and they say he's healthy enough, then then what is WWE's deal here? I mean, I, I think honestly concerned about his health. They really don't want they see his liability and they don't want to go through no BS. Which, yeah. you, you know Vince, if he can make money, he's going to make money. So either they're really concerned about him or they just don't want no lawsuit. They look at him as liability. Well, well, we all know Daniel Bryan is a big draw. The crowd loves him. Dan, look, Daniel Bryan does not have to be broad, Strowman size to make money. Daniel Bryan can make money and for them. But what, what is WWE seeing that these independent doctors are not? I, I guess is my question here because if if they're saying that Daniel Bryan is now just as healthy as he was before he got hurt, he dove out of those ropes against Randy Orton. And that's where this all started from, you know, years back then. Then what is WWE still seeing? Is it, it's like you said, they could, it could be one of those instances where yes, they are absolutely concerned with his health. I actually have, I actually have another thought on this. They never wanted Daniel Bryan to be where Daniel Bryan got could, could this be WWE saying, look, 
we don't have to push them anymore. We don't have to deal with the crowd, you know, trying to get us to change our, you know, change our minds and our plans. It wouldn't shock me if this is a spite move. It could be. And I, my buddy just messaged me, and he he said, "What if Dana Bryant was a surprise entrant in the surprise entrant in the Rumble?" As much as I want, as much as I want to believe that, I just can't see that. I want to believe that. That'd be awesome. And then Shane McMahon costs him. Could you see that? Exactly. Shane could get himself and Daniel could cost him. Oh, that's a good point. Shane could go in there to try to eliminate Kevin Owens and or Sami Zayn. Then Brian comes down and gets involved and throws Shane out. Then that'll set up the main match right there. That's a good point. Let's think about that. And then then Saturday we'll hit on this more. All right, guys, you you made it to the end. Thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you hit the clapping button so I know which segment that you like the best. And make sure that you favor the station by hitting the star button and share it with your friends. You can find this podcast on Google Play and Pocket. For a win, if you look at the Wrestling Kingdom match, it was phenomenal. I I believe they can still both pull that match out. Totally agree with you. Okay, Lane, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to hit on final thoughts about the Royal Rumble. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And... To continue Lane's Royal Rumble predictions. So you believe AJ's going to retain this title? Yes. I believe AJ's going to retain, and I believe Brock's going to retain. Perfect. All right. So so we all know that they made history a couple weeks ago on Raw when Stephanie came out and announced that they are going to do the first WWE Women's Royal Rumble. I have a a few predictions on where this could go, and I definitely have a few surprise entrances that can go. I expect Ronda Rousey to debut at the Women's Royal Rumble January 28th in Philadelphia. Really? I do, and here's why. She's been training for months. They said a deal was imminent that, they, that she's about to sign, and there's rumors that they're going to build up to Asuka versus Ronda Rousey, or, well, I mean, it can't be Charlotte now if because she's the champion. Or there was the rumor of Charlotte facing um, Ronda Rousey. So if Ronda debuts, do you see her winning? Oh shoot, that would be ballsy on WWE's part. Oh, that would be that would be straight savage if WWE pulled that one out. WWE woman come in, win, and then go on a challenge for the champion. That would be interesting. Would fans like it? Would they be pissed? You got these other girls that have been working their ass off to get this Rumble match years in the making. Anything that would go over? Look, WWE has proven they don't always give a shit when it comes to things like that. Because, you know, The Rock came back after nine years, hadn't been the champion. And now, again, The Rock was established. Let me make that clear. But there were guys that were busting their ass then, too. And The Rock just came in and automatically took that spot. And pretty much killed CM Punk's momentum. Look, WWE's proven they don't care. If it makes them the money, if it makes sense, they'll do it. Dang it, this is tough because I really had, I had a prediction of who was going to win. I think I said I had Asuka winning this and going up against Charlotte or or Alexa or Sasha facing Charlotte. Um, I'll have to think about that. I'll have to think about that and get back to you because that's an interesting 
because you're right. That is, that's tough. I think Austin, Austin was in. They built her up in NXT. They had to come up here. She's won every match. I think this they're going to use this to try to launch her. And I think they'll have her go against the Raw Women's Champion. And I still think Ronda Rousey will go against Charlotte. That would make sense because you can't really put Ronda against Asuka because if you do that, Ronda's going to lose. They're not going to, uh, they're not going to have Ronda end it. We all know it's going to be Paige most likely. Well, I, I, I guess I can see that, especially if uh, Absolution gets involved somehow in Screamser, kind of like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash did Goldberg. That's right. Just without the taser. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then now we're going to move on to the next Royal Rumble, you know, the original Royal Rumble match. You said that Shinsuke is going to win. Is that your... But, yeah, that's my pick. I, I believe Shinsuke will win. However, if he doesn't, I'm going to call it now. I, I see Cena being the one to win. Yeah. Cena, Cena's not going to be around much longer. And he's going to pretty much do what The Rock did. But why well, I think he'll be gone for nine years when that happens, no. Cena's going to come back for special occasions. This would be a good special occasion for him to win this to win this Royal Rumble and let him break Ric Flair's record and move on. I think that's all he has left. That's all he has left. Um, he's done a great job of putting over superstars these last couple years. Roman, Dean, you know, Bray Wyatt, you know, other guys. There's still dream matches for him to have out there. We're just not going to see him right away. The way I see it is, is that I, I agree. It's either going to be Nakamura or Cena who wins this Royal Rumble as well. I, I shouldn't say because he's coming from NXT. He had those one or two matches with Jinder for the title. He hasn't really done anything. He hasn't won a, the U.S. title, a tag team title, nothing, I believe. Just like with Asuka, they should use this time to catapult his career to WrestleMania, have Nakamura versus Styles for the champion, and have Nakamura. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. So, Lane, what had happened was is that you were in the process of telling me what was going to happen with the Usos and Benjamin and Gable, and the audio cut out on your end to where I couldn't hear what you were saying. So I thought we were having technical difficulties. So what I did was I just went ahead and took a quick break and came back. So what I want to do again is um, what you hit on this again. In my personal opinion, I think we're going to see the Usos against the Bludgeon Brothers. I think that's where they're going, in my opinion. Where do you think they're going with this? Do you think that's where they're going for the Rumble or Mania? Oh, shoot. If you're going to continue to build up the Bludgeon Brothers and you want to take it that route, I am okay with them having it in Mania. If, if your idea is we want to crown them the new team of that division and you want to do it on the grandest stage of them all, put them in a good prime spot at Mania, I'm good with that. Do I think that's where they're going to go here? I mean, we still have a month until the Rumble. It's the 28th of January here in Philadelphia. Right. I think the Royal Rumble is where they're going with this, but I wouldn't mind seeing it at Mania. Uh, uh, the Rumble where there's another team in the mix or something and save the one-on-one match to Mania. But I do think that's where they're going. Is the Bludgeon Brothers will eventually be the ones that take the titles off of themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, they took a, you know, a late 80s, 90s gimmick that you probably would have seen back then. And I'll be completely honest with you, I'm kind of impressed with it. I kind of like it. 
Do I like the big uh, things that they carry to the ring? Probably not. I think that's a little too much. But I think when you see, you've seen them in the Wyatt family and you've seen them in that kind of, you know, scary type of gimmick and stuff like that, it just fits them perfectly. I think that's perfect. And I think you're right. I think they'll, I think they'll definitely be the face of that division 2018. But, uh, all right, so the, so the Royal Rumble. I already gave off my predictions for the Royal Rumble. I want to hear yours. So the first thing I want to hear about is we all know that Kane's going to be a part of the Universal Championship match. Who wins that match? Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Hands down, I love it. Uh, Kane after Braun does damage to him and Brock gets safe with the title. I could see a scenario where Brock loses this title, and here's why. The rumors have been going around that Brock Lesnar is in a movie with Sylvester Stallone in the new Rocky movie. I don't know if that's been confirmed yet. But look, Brock's not around anyway, so I guess it wouldn't really matter. You know, you take the title off of him or you keep it on him while he does the movie. But I think the right booking move would be to steer away from Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and get the title to Brock. Brock. At, at the Rumble? Brock has been the MVP. Braun deserves the title run. Look, how much longer do you can you con- convincingly build this guy up to have him lose? Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, and here's what I mean: you got Roman, and they're trying to build Roman up, trying to build Roman up. You've got to start right here. Like, especially if you just put the title on him going into Mania. Oh man, the fans would eat it up. And, and that's the thing with how the fans have been disappointed. Look, you don't have Daniel Bryant carrying the title, so you know the next best option would be to put it on a guy that they really, really like. And Bronze, look, Bronze, he's going to be around for over 10 years. That's just how it's going to be. You need to build around Roman Reigns. If Roman is your head guy, you need to do what they did back in the end of they built around Stone Cold Steve Austin. You had The Rock. You had Triple H. You had The Undertaker. You had Kane. And you had other, you know, and you had those other pieces. You need to do that here. Because if you don't, then the crowd's going to destroy it. They're not going to, they're not going to like this at all. All right. So the WWE title match. So you said that you believe they're going into a triple threat. Yes. Uh, for the Rumble, my opinion. My prediction is that it'll be Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. And, of course, I, I'm, I'm 100% sure AJ will win. But that's where I believe they're going. I agree with you now that I think, now, now after what I saw last night, I could see Shane McMahon trying to divide and conquer KO and Sami Zayn. That would be the perfect way to do it, or at least attempt to do it. Put them in a triple threat match and see if they would self-destruct over fighting for the WWE title. I think that makes a hell of a lot of sense, and I think it'll bring a lot of character growth for both. Alright guys, we're going to take another break, and then after this, we're going to get the rest of the Royal Rumble predictions from Lane. We'll be right back. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we are going to hit, I want to hit a couple, hit on a couple more things from Raw. What are, what do you think about Absolution? Uh, they're there. Yeah. I think Mandy Rose is separating herself from the pack outside of Paige. I, I agree. She's she's definitely making sure people know that, yeah, she's part of Absolution, but, but she's Mandy Rose. Yeah, I mean, she's 
her work in the ring is getting better. You can tell that she looks like it's not too big for her. She looks like she can go toe to toe. And I, I think Mandy Rose has the next, you know, has the potential to be maybe the, the next Trish Stratus. I do. I, yeah, I can see that. The thing I've, I've liked about it is they quit hiring models like Summer Rae and Eva Marie, and they got women that can actually wrestle in there now. That's what I'm liking about it. Yeah, because if you think back into like, you know, 2008 and beyond before they did this woman's, you know, revolution, that that's pretty much what they had. They had people who couldn't wrestle. You know, you had Candice Michelle. I mean, Molina was okay. She could work. She, she was all right. You had that Phoenix, but for the most part, you just had women who couldn't wrestle and it was, it just wasn't fun to watch, but yes. But they also didn't have NXT at the time either, so. That's right. And so it's definitely, it's definitely great that they're going the direction of giving women more opportunities to show that they can hang with the men. And I'll tell you what, man, this Women's Royal Rumble, I mean, we'll hit on that with your predictions here, here in a little bit, but I, I have a couple more predictions about that that may surprise some people. All right, so SmackDown was last night. We saw AJ Styles in a non-title match against Kevin Owens. I'll tell you what, when I feel like I know where they may be going with this whole story, then we see what we saw last night, and then I'm kind of perplexed about where they're headed. We saw the interaction at the end of the match with AJ and Shane, where Shane apologized. Last year at WrestleMania, you know, we saw AJ fight Shane, so I guess my question being to you, where are we going here? You know, that's a good question as far as AJ, I, I, I'm almost positive he'll hold the title until Mania and uh, go against Nakamura. Um, I, this dude, Brian Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn thing, I really can't figure it out, especially for someone that's been watching since 2001. It's, it's frustrating because I, I can't seem to figure out where they're going. You know, I was thinking last week, even 10 days ago, that it was pretty much a done deal. Daniel Bryant's coming out of retirement. He will be cleared. You know, there's still a part of me that holds faith to that, but not as much as it was 10 days ago. Because, look, the payoff is you cannot have Daniel Bryant pick somebody to fight Shane McMahon. Because no matter who Daniel Bryant picks, it's going to be so underwhelming anyway. You have to have Daniel Bryant do it. Shane McMahon's not the type of wrestler who's going to injure Daniel Bryan. He's not Brock Lesnar. He's not, you know, he's not Roman Reigns. He's not Sheamus. Could I see a situation if it's him against Shane where you bring him back because you know Shane potentially may not injure him? I do now. I I do now. I mean, I think at this point, like like you said, as much as they've been teasing it and building it up, if Daniel Bryan does not fight, WrestleMania, it's going to be a disappointment. It's going to be a letdown. The fans are wanting it. They've teased it too much. Yeah. I mean, if they don't give Brian, it's going to be a disappointment to the fans. They're going to boo. I mean, they're going to boo. They're going to, they're going to boo. And because they want Daniel Bryan. And you're not turning Daniel Bryan heel because the crowd's not going to accept it. They're not going to go with it. Shane will be the heel and Daniel will be the ultimate savior babyface in this equation. Exactly. We also will see next week the Usos defending their tag team championships against Gable and Benjamin. And as much as I've been impressed with Gable and Benjamin, I'm sorry, the Usos are going to fight the Bludgeon Brothers at the Royal Rumble. That's what I think. I think... 
I'm sorry, what was that? You still with me? All right, so what I think he was hitting at was that he agrees that it's going to be the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers at the Royal Rumble. Apparently, he's having a little bit of technical difficulties over there. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a break, and then we'll be right back. I'm going to hit on Lane's Royal Rumble predictions. Hey, this is James McCoy. Welcome to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits. Let's have some fun. Welcome to the first segment we're going to call Braun Smackdown Recap. Lane, what's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. I slept. Hey. Hey, man. I mean, I understand you're under the weather. Appreciate you doing this. But, yeah. Hey, you have your good Christmas present right there, so that's always good. All right, man. So, Raw and SmackDown. We'll talk about Raw right off the bat. And what we're going to do is talk about pretty much, you know, you know, the good things that happened. And one of those good things is John Cena returning on Christmas Day to shot, you know, surprisingly, him fighting Elias. I did not even, I wasn't even aware that that was what was going to happen. What did you think about that match? And did Elias establish himself even more in the loss? I think the opening promo segment was way too long. I know the first hour was commercial free. Um, I thought the match was slow. Um, however, I, I mean, I, towards the end, I got with it. I'm a fan of Elias. It was what it was. See, it looks like that they're putting Elias. Now, it'll be interesting to see if they take the same route with Elias that they've done with Jason Jordan. And that's, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Elias turns around and fights. Oh, wait, he already fought Roman Reigns, didn't he? Yeah. That's right. So it looks like they've done it in reverse with Jordan. They put him up against Roman and, you know, in consecutive weeks. And then they went with, you know, you know, you know what they're doing with Jason now. And, but yeah, I have to agree. I think the match, you know, was a little slow. I mean, I did like the fact that they didn't rush this match, you know, like typically first matches on Raw usually go. I did enjoy the fact that it was, you know, the first hour for both Raw and SmackDown were, com- you know, were commercial free. And it was good to see that story with Elias build up because to me, he made himself look credible here in the sense that he can hang. He did it with Roman and he did it with Cena too. Elias, he's one of those gimmicks that didn't pan out well on NXT, but it's really going to pan out here on Raw. And, you know, 2018 could be the year that we all walk with Elias. I feel like Elias is going to be another superstar that was like Edge. He was around for a while. But then once he was given that chance, I feel like he could be a main eventer. I really do. That's a great comparison. Uh, too bad that they still don't do those dangerous matches that they did when Edge was around. Because that would have been awesome to see Elias jump off a ladder and spear somebody. Oh, most definitely. Um, we also saw the crowning of new Raw Tag Team Champions when we saw the unlikely pairing of Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan defeat the bar. I will say this. I did not see this one coming either. I did not see them winning the tag team championships. But what I do see now is that Seth Rollins will kind of mentor to Jason Jordan, and then Jason Jordan is going to stab him in the back. That's where we're going with it. Um, I, I'll be honest. I, I wasn't expecting it either. I was kind of irritated at first. But from what I understand, the original plan for Mania was supposed to be Rollins versus Ambrose. And it's kind of what you said. You know, Jordan will stab him in the back. Costing the titles. And I think now it'll be Jordan versus Rollins at WrestleMania. 
And here's the thing. Seth Rollins is so early in his career to be this type of guy. Seth Rollins should be the one competing for championships. And, you know, yeah, you're right. The fact that Dean Ambrose went down and had that torn tricep, he'll be out nine months. But the plan was for Dean Ambrose to turn on his brothers. Now it'll be interesting to see what they do with if this is the route they will go because, yeah, Seth Rollins is a big enough name that you could put Jordan with him and hopefully get the rub off. But we all know Seth Rollins will be the babyface in, in this equation when it happens. And I'm sorry, but I, I, I think it's the wrong move here because Jason Jordan, you can't. Seth Rollins is too early in his career to be putting other, you know, putting over younger talent. You know, he's been around, he hasn't been around, you know, the equivalent of Cena and Kane and Brock even to be putting over younger talent. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure this is a smart move here. I mean, he's only been in the roster for what, five, six years? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he didn't have Cena putting over younger talent at that point. No, at that point, he was at the top of his game. That's right. And that's where Seth Rollins should be. He should be right there at the top of his game, and he's not yet. All right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about SmackDown. And then we will hit on Lane's Royal Rumble predictions. We'll be right back. 